Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with myself Tom Pipkin and my co-host Tom Walker and once again we've got a full slate of Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two fixtures to sink our teeth into and pick out our betting highlights and hopefully win you a bit of money this weekend. How are you doing Tom? You're looking forward to another profitable weekend after the uh, bomb-proof treble win last week? Yeah, I was going to say, you left the door wide open for a nice segue there, where I was going to read out the fact that we won a treble last week, 5.18 was the winner. Uh, We'll go into more detail later on. And then, also, Tom, in midweek, on Twitter exclusively, uh, we went 6 of 8 across the midweek, which was great. T underscore FB podcast is the uh, is the handle for you guys to follow. So if you want to join in in the discussion, uh, the memes, the stats and all that good stuff, but also, crucially, not miss out on those midweek tips, that's the place to be. Yeah, you, you, you picked out some, some decent ones, you know, credit to you. Um, you had a fair few that were over-evens in yep. that one. Probably about half over-evens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks for giving me the credit, mate. I, I did. I forgot to text you, and I didn't give myself enough time. And if I wanted it out there, I had to do it there and then. So I just banged them out myself, and for I'll either I'll wear it, whether it's uh, good or bad. And it, it, luckily, it turned out well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go through pretty much the same as usual this show. So we're going to start in the Premier League, pick out our betting highlights from all the games there this weekend. Then we'll go through the Championship, League One, and League Two, doing the same. Then we'll give you uh, a quick recap of last week's winning treble. We'll give you a new treble for this week. And then we'll also have a quick look at fantasy football. Um, But yeah, interesting weekend across the EFL because there's been uh, a fair few manager sackings in the last few days. We're recording on Mm. Thursday night, um, a little bit later this week. So we have got the the benefit of seeing all of the midweek European action, all the sackings that have been happening on, across Wednesday and Thursday across the EFL. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Let's start in the Premier League and let's start at Kenilworth Road, 12.30 on Saturday for Luton against Spurs. Yeah, Look, Spurs at 1.44. It'd be a shock, wouldn't it, if it, wasn't, if it was something other than a, a Tottenham victory here. Um, Spurs, obviously... Got that late winner against Liverpool last weekend. Highly controversial game. We don't need to go into all that. But um, yeah, they're, they're just on a roll under Andrew Postacoglu. Uh, Luton without a clean sheet in 10 consecutive games. If Spurs win this game, they'll go top of the Premier League. So there's that carrot at least until um, some of the teams play later on in the day. Um, or Sunday rather. But yeah, Spurs scored at least two in every single Premier League game. If they score two again... For me, Luton don't score two here. 2.87, Tottenham to win. And both teams to score is my tip for this game. Uh, Tottenham have no clean sheets in the last five games in all comps. The last four consecutive Premier League fixtures. They've conceded to Burnley twice uh, at Turf Moor. And they've conceded Sheffield United at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I fully expect Luton, who I still believe will stay up in the Premier League, uh, to get a goal past Tottenham, but ultimately lose on the day. Cool. Um, three o'clock, we've got four of them. First couple, Burnley against Chelsea and Everton against Bournemouth. Um, anything you fancy from 
either of those two games? Not really. Uh, I don't like Burnley, to be honest with you, uh, but I'm still waiting to learn about Chelsea and Everton at home is is normally an opportunity to look at the away side, but in Bournemouth for me, I've, I've got another team that I'm still trying to learn about. Um, you know, uh, three games on the road for Bournemouth, one draw, two losses. I, I thought they might be a bit better than this, even though it's early doors. I'm not really ready to uh, go for either game. I don't know about you. Um, not nothing on the nose. There is like a little player bet that I like the look of that I've found. Um, we spoke last week on the podcast about how Burnley are quite a short team. They have problems and a weakness at defending set pieces. Um, again, this weekend against the Chelsea side, I think you may be able to get their centre-back, Axel Disassi. Is that how you pronounce his name? Hmm. Maybe. Him to get a shot, either a shot on goal, which is 1.75, or a shot on target, which is 4.6. Um, so considering Burnley traditionally weak at defending set pieces, he has had um, quite a few shots already so far this season in the Premier League. I don't have the exact number to hand, but um, he's had more shots than he's played games. Uh, so there's at least seven shots in there. So uh, it could be worth looking into that one if, you, if you're doing a bet build or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, into the remaining three o'clock cent, we've got... Fulham against Sheffield United. Uh, anything there for you? No. Uh, Fulham at 1.61 is an absolute disgrace yeah, for me. Right. Beyond That's the worst price in the entire weekend slate, in my opinion. I, I've, I couldn't be less interested. <laughs> and then um, finally, Man United at home to Brentford. Man U very short again, 1.66. Brentford at 4.75 and... Oh, I know Brentford aren't in fantastic form themselves. They've not won in five games, uh, but surely there's a there's an opportunity to get something from a Brentford persuasion out of this, isn't there at least? Because Man U are once again lurching from little mini crisis to crisis to ten hugs in turmoil to it's all it's all going to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's diabolical at United, but long may it continue. Um, double chance draw or Brentford is 2.15 I like the look of that uh, both teams to score is a very skinny 1.7 but I can uh, definitely see that one coming in United uh, and Brentford battle of the mid table yeah Manu as well it's worth saying across all competitions um, lost three of the last four home games to Brighton Palace and Galatasaray so if you're a if you're a backer of teams away at Manchester United at the moment, you'd be getting good prices because Brighton were three point four, Palace were six point zero, and Galatasaray were six point five. So it's a profitable angle at the moment back in Manchester mm. United or against Manchester United at home. Um, evening kickoff five thirty. Palace at home to Nottingham Forest. Uh, two point two for Palace, three point one for the draw, three point six for Forest. Tough game to call, I think. I, I would. Oh, I know I'm biased, but I'd go at least double chance for Forest here. Both teams to score is really good value, I think. Um, I see. I didn't like the the one point six six draw or Forest. To be honest with you, that that put me off. I thought I might get a bit more out mm. of that. Both teams to score though is one point nine five. Um, 
honestly, I think this game could end in a draw. I'm interested in that at 3.1. But yeah, both teams to score for me. Both got Bagsman up top in uh, in Edouard and and Awani. 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 And yeah, you know, I think these two teams will finish pretty close to each other um, as the season kind of comes to an end. And, you know, both teams' goal difference right now pretty much sums up where they're at, I think. Uh, Palace is a zero, <laughs> scored seven, conceded seven, mid-table. And Forest are on minus two, scored eight, uh, conceded ten. Mm-hmm. I just think these two are destined to to finish pretty level and a, and a draw and, you know, both teams to score as separate bets both interest me. Yeah, okay, cool. Moving into Sunday then, it starts off with uh, a raft of, of two o'clocks. First one that we'll look at is Brighton at home to Liverpool. I... I do like the look of, of, of Liverpool in this particular game. Um, maybe Liverpool to win and both teams to score. That price is 3.2. Brighton are just, you know, they're in a bit of a rut, aren't they, at the moment? Um, mm. To a lot of people, you know, at the start of this season, end of last season, <clears throat> De Zerbi was the second coming of bloody Jesus Christ. But at the moment, they're not in a good run of form. 11 games without a clean sheet. Both teams to score. In nine of their last ten games, recently just drew in midweek away at Marseille. This is their first game where they've been away in a European tie and had to back it up with a Premier League game at the weekend. So that'll be another new test for Brighton. Lost six one to Villa last weekend. Prior to that, one 0 to Chelsea in the FA Cup, in the EFL Cup. Sorry, I just don't think they're in a good space whatsoever at the moment, and they're playing a Liverpool side who. They're going to be up in arms. They're going to be united. Klopp's clearly taking the the kind of siege mentality. We've had an injustice against us, kind of rallying his team together tactic um, following last weekend's VAR controversies against Spurs. I think they're going to beat Brighton fairly comfortably this weekend. Um, so, yeah, for me, Liverpool to win, both teams to score at 3.2 is probably where I'd go with it. Yeah, uh, Liverpool for me. Liverpool to score a penalty is something that I'm interested Ooh, in. That's different. Yeah. I like that. It is different. It's 4.33. Um, so obviously they've got to get the penalty and then they've got to score it, but it's 4.33. A penalty in the match is 2.75. Okay. You know, make-up calls I think are a thing. Uh, I don't know if a referee with everything that's gone on this week, can go into this game and genuinely not slightly favour Liverpool to try and make up for the absolute nightmare mm-hmm. um, from last week. So the markets that interest me is like a little bit of a, a gimmick, 2.75 for a penalty to be awarded and Liverpool to score a penalty because I think they're going to win is 4.33. I do expect Brighton to snap back into Brighton mode uh, you know, this isn't going to last much longer, in my opinion. So I think whilst we're going against Brighton, you have to do it knowing that they are going to turn it round emphatically in the next one to four games. Hmm. Okay. Um, West Ham, Newcastle. Newcastle are fresh off their midweek victory over PSG. Uh, go away to the London Stadium this weekend. Um can you see them backing that up again and continue their impressive run of form, which has seen them knock Man City out of the cup, then beat PSG? Uh, can it be followed up with a victory away at West Ham? I think it's kind of disrespectful to West Ham, to be honest, for for people to think that they 
are going to just roll up there and win. Uh, I I think West Ham have been pretty good. I, I mean, going through their form, I, it's hard to back them too much because these are the teams they've played uh, in their last uh, five. Freiburg, Sheffield United, Lincoln City, Liverpool. That's no spite on Liverpool. They're <laughs> clearly standouts. And uh, TSC, Bakatopola. So, you know, they've had a bit of an easier run. So, you know, a lot of wins there. But I just think in general, especially in the Premier League, they've been pretty good. I'm not ready to you know go against West Ham because Newcastle have picked up a couple of results. Remember before that, uh, Newcastle were spluttering a little bit. So let's not get too excited about Newcastle and two down on West Ham. And let's meet in the middle. 1.61 for both teams to score. Honestly, the draw again interests me at 3.75. Okay. And uh, Wolves against Villa is the final two o'clock game. And you may be able to get goals in this one. Uh, mm. Both teams have had quite a lot of goals in their games recently. Um, eight of the last nine Villa games have been over 2.5. Um, five of the last six Wolves games have been over 2.5, with five consecutive games being both teams to score as well. Uh, both teams to score in this one is 1.66, over 2.5 is 1.75. That's probably where I'd be looking. Um, Wolves on a high after beating Man City last weekend. Big coupon buster there. Villa generally in uh, in very good form, but are better at home than away. So I think it's a tough one to call on the nose, really, but I think it'll be a fairly entertaining one with goals in it. Yeah, I agree. Goals for me. Okay, then, and... 4.30 is Arsenal against Manchester City. Let's talk about this one. Uh, Arsenal, the home side, 2.9. The draws, 3.3. And Man City, a 2.4. Uh, any preference for you? I think I'm going to go Arsenal. Oh, are you? Yeah, Arsenal I think City. so. Are you? That, I mean, I think that pretty much sums up where this game's at. It's it, To me, it's a bit of a coin toss. Um but yeah, for me, Arsenal, I'm not too worried about the, the loss against Lens. Um 2.9 does entice me. Uh, sorry, three. are they 2.9? Yeah, 2.9 uh, for Arsenal. That does entice me. I do respect Man City, but I think Arsenal have have got the, the bit between the teeth. I think they've got better from last year. Um, I know they didn't play well against Tottenham, and I'm fully kind of taking that on board. But I do think that they have improved quite a lot and this City team can be got at at the moment. Uh, both teams to score is skinny, isn't it? 1.61. Mm. Bloody hell. I was interested in having a look at that. But uh, yeah, Arsenal for me. How confident am I? Not that confident. But I do think we might be able to get something uh, from a Gunners persuasion. Uh, I was going to go for City to win and both teams to score at 4.5. Um, mm. like, you're right that City can absolutely be got at. I'm just looking through their results now. They've kept one clean sheet, unfortunately, which was against Forest, um, mm. in their last eight games. So they've conceded in seven out of the last eight games. I just am concerned from an Arsenal persuasion if they have lost Saka for this weekend. I think there's quite yeah, a that's reliance, huge. quite a reliance on Saka, um, you know, from an attacking perspective for Arsenal, he's he's massive for, for that team. Um, 
And I just think, look, you know, I like a little head-to-head historical stat as well. I'm just looking yeah. at Premier League results at Arsenal in recent seasons. 2023, Man City win at Arsenal. 2022, Man City won at Arsenal. 2021, Man City won at Arsenal. 2019, 2018, twice, Man City won at Arsenal. So <laughs> they've won away at Arsenal six consecutive Premier League games as well. So this is a place where they've been, they know how to win appreciate this Arsenal side is better than a lot of those Arsenal sides they've beaten in the past. Yeah. But with the loss, probably, of Saka, yeah, I think City are going to have too much for them this weekend. Okay. That wraps up the Prem then. Let's move into the Championship. Get us kicked off. Who do you like? Yeah, um, I like Cardiff. Uh, 2.5. They're against a Watford team who, you know, there was a lot of managerial sackings midweek, weren't there? And you would be absolutely well within your rights to expect that when Watford tweeted kind of tongue-in-cheek a picture of the corner flag, you would have thought that they'd be one of them. But no, (laughs) Val Ishmael, new contract, um, complete 180 from, from the Pozzo family. But here we are. Um, they he responded with a loss in midweek, by the way. Um, so yeah, Watford have only won one of their last six games. I've lost three consecutively. They're just trying to figure out what they're doing, who they are. They're down in 21st. Um, so yeah, definitely not a bumpy ride. I think they are playing much better than what their league position suggests, to be honest with you. Uh, but there's no doubt that they've got a tough ask here at Cardiff. Cardiff played five, won four at the Cardiff City Stadium. Not up to eighth. Um, they've just got a. They've just got a lot of threats that are kind of you know. Aaron Ramsey's a top scorer with three, right? He's a midfielder. They've got a lot of midfielders chipping in with a lot of goals, right? So currently they've got thirteen different scorers. For uh, for Cardiff, ranging from centre backs to full backs to centre mids and all kinds of stuff, and I just think that they've got the bit between the teeth and a bit of momentum at the moment. Two point five for me is quite an attractive price against a Watford team trying to figure it out still. Mm. No, I agree. Really good price for Cardiff. Um, Watford have conceded at least two in five of their last six games, so defensively they're all over the place right now. Uh, it's weird decision to give. Ishmael a new contract already he's only been there for what 10 games yeah and they're near the relegation zone odd mm-hmm. one uh, yeah. didn't need to do that clearly a bit of PR stunting going off there but um, fair enough anyway they'll lose this weekend I'm sure hopefully so anyway um, I think we've got to just touch on on Leeds and Leicester they're both priced identically they're both 1.57 to get the, the wins respectively at home Leicester at home to Stoke Leeds at home to Bristol City. Uh, Leicester just keep marching on, don't they? Ten championship games played, nine wins, um, top of the league. You know they're they're already in the automatic promotion places with a with a points distance of seven points to Preston in third, and against the Stoke side who are in eighteenth, uh, six losses from their ten games already. I don't think it's going to be anything other than a Leicester win comfortably here. Same for Leeds, really starting to turn things around up to sixth. Uh, 16 points, doing pretty well now. Um, yeah, I think at home to Bristol City, they should get another comfortable win. 
1.6 for Ipswich in the second versus third game, uh, which is Ipswich Town at home to Preston North End. I think we've probably all seen that viral goal that Ipswich put together in midweek. Sumptuous stuff. Uh, what a time they're having under Kieran McKenna, honestly. Um, had a tough game, really, on paper against Hull. Hull have been much improved, but honestly, Ipswich just absolutely tore them a new one. 3 0. Uh, and yeah, Preston, like after being top of the league themselves, I, no one needs to panic at Preston. They haven't won in three games, but, you know, they, they've started the season brilliantly. They're in third. You know, what was the expectation before the start of the season? Probably around that upper mid table, maybe pushing for a playoff spot. So they're in great nick. Uh, but yeah, took a took a couple of uh, body blows recently. I can't resist Ipswich, and I know it's one point six, and they're unbelievably short because remember they're a, a newly promoted League One team. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think they're going to win. It's funny, isn't it? Because I keep looking at Ipswich thinking, surely it's going to end mm. this run, but it's just not ending, is it? So they just look like they're the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's so true. Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed with that win against Hull. Like you say, I, I really thought they'd have a tricky time of it against Hull because we mentioned how good Leicester's run is. Their one defeat was was at home to Hull. So mm. Hull have clearly got something about them. Uh, but yeah, Ipswich absolutely battered them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, agree with that one. Um, apart from that, mate, there's not a lot else that I particularly like. No, it, it's... It's a tough weekend, that's for sure. Um, I I do have one thing that I do like, and it's Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield away at Sheffield Wednesday in a massive game uh, towards the bottom. I think, you know, it's no disrespect to say that both teams are probably going to be in that bottom three, four, five, six, seven, eight towards the end of the season. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday still waiting for their first championship win since returning. It's been 10 games now. Huddersfield, not in much better nick. Uh, they haven't won their last four, but crucially, three draws in that time. They did lose midweek 4-1 away at Birmingham. Uh, but yeah, Huddersfield before that, you know, uh, a good home draw against Ipswich and an away draw to Coventry, a home draw to Stoke. Like I know Darren Moore's come in and some of that was under Warnock, but you know, I, I think Darren Moore going to Sheffield Wednesday, you know, the narrative there for him to go after mm-hmm. Chanziri released that statement, sacked Cisco Munoz in the week. I think Darren Moore will be absolutely licking his lips. And I can see Huddersfield getting a win here. They're priced at 2.75 to do so. I, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have something on Huddersfield or stick him in some kind of accumulate it just for the narrative reasons alone. Like you say, with Darren Moore yeah. going back there and sticking the knife in even more. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no more for me, though, in the championship. Mm. Shall we move to League One? Yeah, I'll get us started, mate. Um, we're going to start at the top. 1.66, pretty tight. Um, Portsmouth. I, I'm actually a fan of Port Vale. Uh, I think they're you know, a, a dark horse for the playoffs. There's no kind of big statement. They're in eighth and uh, they're having a good season, but they've only won one of the last five. Um, this just isn't where you want to be going at the moment when you're trying to turn around your form. And remember, we talk about vibes for teams for the rest of the season and the last six and the six coming up and all that stuff. But 
when it comes to betting, we're talking about the here and now and the next game, and that's all we're focused on. Um, they're away at a Portsmouth side who are sat top of the tree. They haven't lost yet this season, uh, winning seven of 11. At home, they've won four of six, only conceding uh, four in those six games. I just think Portsmouth have, again, a, a lot of goal threats. Colby Bishop leads it with six goals in 11 games. But Paddy Lane and Regan Paul are their next two top goal scorers. They're both uh, recognised defenders. So, you know, it's, it's a team that can hurt you in, in many ways. And yeah, Port Vale, no disgrace losing here, I don't think, if it was to happen. 1.66 for the league leaders to continue. Yep, I like it. Um, something that I do like in this particular game, uh, Price, it's 9.5. And it's Ooh, Port's, it's, it's, Port's, it's what, I'm sorry? 9.5. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's Portsmouth to win from behind. Um, they've okay. got a knack recently of going behind fairly early on and turning it around. They've won the last three games 2-1. They've gone behind in all of them and turned it round. <laughs> so mm. if that's going to happen again, they have also previously done it as well um, earlier on in the season to Peterborough as well, earlier on in September. So I think it's four times now in the last six games, they've gone behind and turned it around to win. So yeah, mm. masters, heart, fight, desire, everything you want from uh, potential automatic promotion candidates. And they're, uh, that's there a good price. That's, there you go. Love it. Um, who else have we got? We've got to look at Derby, haven't we? Uh, one yeah, point, we do. <laughs> one point um, five zero to get the win away at Cheltenham. Uh, the run continues to go on for Cheltenham. Eleven games played now, no wins, no goals scored, uh, nineteen goals conceded. So we're all waiting for the time. When are they actually going to score a goal? I, I feel sorry for the fans who travel and watch them home and away. <laughs> They're having a torrid time of it, aren't they? so far this season um but yeah whilst Cheltenham aren't scoring any goals all Derby needs to do is get the one to uh to win this game and they're, they're doing pretty well to be fair to them Derby they're in seventh um they're unbeaten in five they've won three of the last four games a uh, good solid 3-1 win away at Blackpool in midweek prior to that they had a 2-0 win away at Carlisle as well so they've got some good away form they're also beating Peterborough away and their rivals Burton away. So they have performed better on the road this season than at Pride Park. And if you can get wins at those places, to be fair to Derby, you can get a win at Cheltenham who can't even score. Um, I want to touch on league leaders, Oxford. Uh, they are the early kickoffs, so early kickoff clacks, and they're at home to Bristol Rovers. But Oxford just score so many goals. They win so many matches. They've won eight out of the last nine league matches. The only game they lost was to Port Vale, and they had nine men for it. So mm. they're on a massive, uh, massive re... They're on such a good run of form. Um, they've, con they've scored three goals in four consecutive games. Um, for Oxford to score three goals again is priced at 3.5. Um, for Oxford to win, it's 1.83. And just, you know, the only thing that worries me is the fact it's an early kickoff. But home to Bristol Rovers, you know, this is a Bristol Rovers side who don't travel particularly well. They're very much win one, lose one on the road. Um, you know, if this goes to form, Oxford should win comfortably. Okay, I've got a 6.0 tip here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is for Northampton to win 
and both teams to score no um, against Shrewsbury. So Northampton are the away side here. So two main things. Uh, Shrewsbury, no goals in six of the last seven games against a team, Tom, in Northampton. Didn't know if you knew this. They have the best open play. <coughs> they have the best open play XG for in terms of defensive XG mm-hmm. um, in the entire league this okay. season. So set piece wise, they've they've not been great, but open play, they've really managed to shut the door. And now they're playing against a team that hasn't scored in six of the last seven games. So I'm going to be back in that. I think that's tremendous value at sixes. Uh, Northampton to win if you wanted to be a bit braver. 2.62. I think you can get that as well. I am severely worried about Shrewsbury. Mm, yeah, massively. Massively. Another team, aren't they? Who've got the Cheltenham disease. Mm, they have. Uh, okay, no more in League One for me anyway. Any more that you want to touch on? No, into League Two, mate. Take it away. Okie dokie. Um, shall we start with what should be, in my opinion, the most entertaining game across the Football League this weekend? Ooh. Crawley at home to Wrexham. I don't mm. know. This is just screaming goals at me. It really is. Um, Crawley have been full of them recently. They did lose 2-0 to Doncaster in midweek. But prior to that, uh, their games have read 3-0, 3 So they're involved in a lot of games with a lot of goals. Um, prior to their defeat in midweek away at Doncaster that they scored at least three goals in six consecutive games um, so they're full of goals they're 3.8 to win at home to Wrexham it's just massive Wrexham media bias here isn't it because yeah. <laughs> Crawley, are, Crawley are fifth in the league like I say they score tons of goals they're above Wrexham um, there's no way really for me that that they should be 3.8 for the victory. So I'm going to have a little bit of Crawley to win and both teams to score, which is priced at 5.5. I definitely think you can get both teams to score, which is 1.5. I also like the look of both teams to score in the first half because I think there's going to be plenty of goals in this one. So both teams to score in the first half is priced at 3.75. So Mm. I think generally if you went for a goals angle, You'll probably be uh, in some profit, but I, I think Cordy can really cause an up, an upset if you want to call it an upset here. You know they're they're on good goal scoring form, and Wrexham just are a bit meh, aren't they? Me- media meh. upset, yeah, media upset, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, I don't know how many times we're going to go against Wrexham on this pod, but it's it's a cash machine. Does it land every time? No. But it can be an absolute cash machine. So, yeah, yeah um, let's do it again. Absolutely. Uh, Notts County, uh, they are away at Barrow this weekend. Uh, fancy them to continue their uh, climb towards League One. They are currently top of the table. Barrow is, are a tough team. They've not lost at home so far. They've, they've only played three games and seven away. They've got one of those weird splits. So perhaps they deserve more credit than 10th based on the fact that they've played, what, 70% of their, their games on the road uh, so far this season. But Notts County, I think, should have enough to dispatch 
um, dispatch uh, Barrow here. In their last game, they scored four, not County, but still didn't win. Uh, they lost 5-4 to Colchester, but I'm not too worried about that. Away from home, they've had some tough assignments recently. Uh, beat Salford 2-0, uh, drew 1-1 with uh, MK Dons, beat Doncaster 3-1. I think they've got more than enough to go there uh, and get the win. And, and Macaulay Langstaff, 8-11. He's uh, he's found his feet, hasn't he, at, uh, at EFL level for the first ever time. He knows where the goal is, that lad. Yep, he does. Um, yep, I like knots this weekend. Um, I want to look at Swindon at 3.0, 2-1. They're away at Bradford. Bradford sapped Mark Hughes in midweek. So, um, yeah, they're not having a particularly good time of it at the moment at Bradford uh, at home. They've lost three in a row uh, at home. They haven't won since the 26th of August. Um, not winning in four games since then. Um, I just think if Bradford are in a little bit of turmoil following the Mark Hughes sacking, everything's all up a bit up in the air, waiting for a new appointment to come in. Swindon mm. are a big price here to go there. They're capable of scoring goals. We've seen with Swindon some big wins already for, so far this season for them. They usually score at least two goals every game. They did lose to Notts County in midweek, but it's a weird one that game for Swindon because they conceded three goals in the first half and got kind of battered. And then in the second half, they came out and kind of battered Notts County from pillar to post in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. Played really well. So, yeah, if they can get off to a decent start here, I, I really do feel confident in Swindon to cause... Um, I don't want to say it's not an upset, is it? I was going to say cause an upset, but it's not. It's just big odds for a team that should win, to be honest, in my eyes. Hmm. Yeah, agreed. Uh, not too much left for me. I, I got one outsider. I'm still waiting for Salford to wake up properly. I know they've won their last two. But against Sutton and Newport, I'm not 100% sold that, you know, everything's fine and dandy there. And I do quite like Crew Up in third, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to stay there, to be honest with you. I feel like they are kind of riding a good start to the season rather than, you know, launching a proper promotion assault. But yeah, I mean, they've been much better than Salford this season and I'm not going to let those two results against quite poor teams, you know, cloud my judgment when it comes to Salford and Crew. Salford have been one of the worst teams in the entire EFL uh, so far this season, in my opinion. So Crew at 3.4. Again, Tom, bit of Sky Sports, you know, media favoritism towards Salford. Maybe it's because the David Beckham documentary was released this week. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I was going to say Crew. I think they're fantastic yeah. priced. Fantastic. Crew have scored at least two goals in every single league game this season, bar one. And that was when they lost 1-0 to Bradford, their only defeat of the season. You know, just look at the games. They they played Mansfield and not lost. They played Swindon and not lost. They mm-hmm. played MK Dons and, and won. Uh, they played Wrexham and not lost. They played Gillingham and won. You know, they've played some of the teams who are kind of top 10 in this division, not lost to any of them. Uh, I think they're well worthy of, of where they are in the division and are a big, big price to to win at Salford this weekend. Um, I'm really eyeing up this treble of Swindon, Crawley and uh, and Crew. Take mm. that for free. Uh, there you go. Bonus treble. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the subject of trebles, Tom, uh, ready to recap last week's? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, let's have a look at last week's, which was a winner uh, at 5.18. It, it was honestly the stuff of dreams. No team conceded, and we had a minimum of a 2-0 win. So we had Cardiff won 2-0. We had uh, West Ham, they won 2-0. And we had Crawley, they won 3-0. Oh, it does not get much better than that, I don't think. Nope. nope. Zero so stress. So comfortable. We should have tipped a uh, handicap minus one treble. Bloody hell. <laughs> that would have uh, returned even more money. Um, no, fantastic to uh, get that one in the bag. Um, we've got a shorter price one this weekend, but it's three teams we are confident in that will win. Um, we're going to go for Leicester to win at home to Stoke in the Championship, followed up with Portsmouth to win at home to Port Vale in League One, and Derby to win away at Cheltenham also in League One. So that's Leicester, Portsmouth, Derby, all to win. The treble pays 4.02, so £10 example stake returns just over 40 quid. Mm, nice, yeah. I mean, we could, Tom, put something up and be nice and clickbaity and make it, you know, 121.5 or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, let's uh, let's focus on getting some winners under our belt and build some momentum. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that one comes in. Uh, we'll have a quick look at fantasy football. Um, not going well is the long and short of it. Red arrows, red arrows are more red arrows for me personally. I feel like whenever a team has a big win, like Newcastle did a couple of weeks ago, Villa did last week, I just don't have any players of those teams in my squad. Well, you got to get them. Well, how do I know that these teams are coming? <laughs> No, no, I know. I, 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 feel, I feel, I feel your pain. I'm, I'm probably below you. So you're probably not, to be honest. Um. Well, let's let's compare where we are. I'm 268. <gasps> I'm 255th. Really, bloody hell! That's close. Yeah. Yeah. God, we're, like we're pathetic. On the top 100 in the first few weeks of this season. We're pathetic. We are absolutely pathetic. We really are. Uh, right, so we'll read out the top 10. Um, we have, from 10 to 1, we've got James Waters, Robert Simons, Callum Nags, Mackenzie Lister, Alex Tilney, big up Tilney, uh, Hans Sundbom, Mike Civils, Andrew Robson, Jordan McDermott, and then new number one with Bakary Lasagna, it's Eddie Beard. Mm, nice, congrats, Eddie. Nice to see, uh, not that I didn't like the previous names at the top, but it's nice to see fresh competition for the throne. It is. It's a very competitive league, isn't it? Because we seem yes. to have a new new leader every week, pretty much, at the moment. Um, yeah, because it was Hans, wasn't it? Mm. It's just not us, the, the winner. That's the issue. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never going to be us, to be honest. No. Uh, but yeah, there are, what, 337 teams in the league. Um, if you think you can beat Eddie, uh, he's on 479 points right now. Come and join the league. We'll give you the league code and uh, you'll join at your rightful place. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, and again, guys, please uh, consider following us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. You don't want to miss out on the next round of uh, midweek Twitter tips and just general bants, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, thanks for listening, guys. Please do share with us your bet slips if you have any, either your own tips you've got from us, things you like yourself. We love to hear your thoughts as well. Um, and we'll be back next week with another pod. So go well this weekend, be profitable, and we'll see you next week.